Hello, and welcome to The Creative Process, where I like to talk about things that make me feel creative. And today, I actually thought about it, and I want to do almost like a small tutorial, which I know for most people who listen to any sort of creative thing probably have heard things a million times about, well, whatever they're interested in. Well, I'm interested in photography, so I'm going to tell you some of my favorite things about basically manual mode. And the way I want to break this down is not necessarily so much of a tutorial, but more of like a reasons why I enjoy certain aspects of manual and also some reasons why I very much so dislike it. Now, I'm going to adjust. So when I look at manual mode, I look at it as I need to adjust every little thing. I need to make sure that my ISO is good, my shutter speed's good, my aperture's good, which is the normal generic stuff. And in all honesty, I leave quite a few things in auto. Unless it's fairly obvious, like my white balance, I tend to just leave that in automatic. Because whatever it is, I shoot in raw, I can adjust that in post. And to me, that's a whatever moment. So, going into that, I don't necessarily keep everything in 100% manual mode. It's too much to think about, and I don't want to think about that in the middle of a wedding. So, there are certain parts about a doing a wedding that I tend to underthink. And my big thing is I will take a... A scenario and I will say okay I need to be at 120 shutter speed and I'm indoors okay so to me that's pretty obvious I need to be eh, fairly wide open um, preferably somewhere in the 2 to 2.8 range that gets you pretty good if you can go lower that's awesome whatever your lens is go with that don't don't you don't necessarily need anything fancy but fancier is always nicer at least in my opinion. <laughs> Gear's not everything, though. Keep that in mind. But back to the point on topic. Back to the top point of the topic I can speak today. <laughs> so, knowing that I want 120 shutter speed or 125 shutter speed, wherever ballpark I need to be, 100, 160, 180, whatever, if I put my camera in just shutter speed mode and... I let the computer in the camera do the rest, and I just aim and I click. Yes, there can be some more post-processing to your job at that point, but on the same note, there's so much less you have to think about, which, in my humble opinion, I personally think that makes your photos better. Mostly because you get to focus on the concept of the picture, and the construct of the picture rather than are my settings correct rather than uh, do I have too much ISO do I have too much am I too wide open I don't have to think if I accidentally left it on an f16 because I was doing landscapes earlier that day or whatever it may be I don't have to worry about those things so kind of doing a half shutter speed or half manual shutter speed and leaving a lot of the rest on automatic, which you can still change things to be in a 
automatic slash manual mode, even in shutter speed or manual mode or aperture priority, whatever it may be, there are things that you can do to be like, hey, I'm going to keep this in automatic mode. And I want you to know that that is okay. I know everybody says shoot in manual mode, but in my personal opinion, I think manual mode is best when you get to control every aspect of your environment and you get to make everything exactly the way you need it and want it, which allows you to use manual mode to get you the best pictures out of camera to begin with. Generically, that's studio work, which is also some of my favorite stuff. But when you're out in the field, there's so many variables. What if the clouds change? What if um, all of a sudden the sunlight just goes behind a cloud or whatever it may be, you all of a sudden go into shade and didn't think to change your shutter speed or whatever it may be. If you're just sitting at, let's say, 200 and you go from outside in the sunlight, direct sunlight, let's just say, to make an extreme, to all of a sudden in the shade, well, you're not exposed for the right spots anymore. So basically leaving parts on an automatic allows you to be able to say, hey, I want my aperture to stay at a 2.8 because it makes for super buttery backgrounds on portraits. And that's what I'm trying to get. But that means you don't have to think about your shutter speed when you go from the shadows to the light or from the shadows, even more extreme, from outside to just directly inside with very low light. Whatever that may be, keeping a part in an automatic mode can help you get consistent pictures. And then you get to focus on what you want in the picture more than your settings. Now, there are parts where you want to keep it as manual. Like, let's say you don't want your ISO to spike above 1600. I know there's a lot of other cameras nowadays that basically super clean at 32,000 because cameras do that at this point. But keeping different parts at a manual mode is okay. And keeping different parts in an automatic mode is okay. First off, I do encourage everybody to learn manual so they understand their camera better. I think that is an amazing tool to learn what your camera does, how it does it, and why it does it. I think it is amazing, and I think you learn way more by using manual mode, even when you make mistakes. But automatic does have its place. Cameras nowadays are incredibly smart, and they can come up with things that maybe you didn't think of, or maybe you figured something out that you didn't think of. So on that note, all I want to say is go out, be creative, go take those pictures, and enjoy your process.